on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today's episode is a brewery takeover of First State Brewing Company in Middletown, Delaware. The First State Brewing Company lineup of beers that we'll be discussing and tasting are these. Lost Ubiquity, a new Zealand Pilsner. Triple Beaming, a Belgian-style triple. Black Lotus, a coffee stout. Cosmic Imbalance, a hazy IPA with milk sugar. And Stellar Entanglement, a double... A DDH, hazy IDH. I'm getting tongue tied. I it's a double say a dry double hopped, D. A double dry hopped hazy DIPA, DIPA. You call it some Davitis. <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone. Me too. Every person and everybody. Oh, not me. And Dave. Oh. Welcome to ya. Welcome to ya. She's not even close, Mike. I love it. She's like, She's like yeah. Yeah. this guy. Double thumbs down. Oh, my God. Here we are, folks, for another Sud segment where we feel that good beer is best when paired with bad accents, and we know that Mike knows about those, and long belches. You can now add Delaware to his long <laughs> list of terrible accents. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, good old gal Juliana, and joining me at the table today is good old boy Mike. You know, I was really trying, and that is probably a theme. Is that what that is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He was really trying. That's probably what they're going to say at the end. Mm. It was a good effort. Yeah. I love him very much. Okay. Aunt Martha. She's, he was good. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Mark, hello. Hello. It's so good to be here and to be talking about these great beers. Good old girl, Kat. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Well, that was a lot. Yeah, I'm excited to Not have even another remotely girl close at the table. Yeah. We've got Mike. Me. Who's that? Mike's different. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> Good boy, Dave. Hi. Hey, 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 hey! Take it easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little worked up here. We gotta calm down. Yeah. Sorry. All right, We're, we need to bring the energy down on this show. Oh. Low. Oh. I got that. Yeah. Slow and low. Try. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. We're not trying to be entertaining here. All right. Apparently not. Okay. Today's episode is a brewery takeover of First State Brewing Company in Middletown, 
Delaware. Reverend Mark and Good Old Gal Cat stopped by the brewery on a recent road trip to Delaware. And they're going to tell us a bit about their experience there as we go along today. But first, Good Old Boy Dave, why don't you give us some background on First State? <coughs> just, <laughs> just don't. No, we have to tell him what he. No, seriously, it's a typo. It's okay. Frist. It's so, Frist State. So, it's Frist State, Dave. Go ahead. Tell him about Frist State. Welcome yeah. to Tennessee. You know, it could be Fist State. Really? Yeah. I'm going to take you to Fist State. Fist buddy. State. You tell me which figure you're going to be okay. using. So, this is from their marketing specialist, Jeff Horn. Founded in 2014, but only opened in 2020. First State Brewing Company, owned by Paul Hester, is dedicated to crafting a variety of superior quality beers and ciders. Hester got his start home brewing, and over a span of seven years, spent his time researching and studying the craft. In our first year open, we began Ow, distribution <laughs> to three states, Delaware, Maryland, and what's that other one? <laughs> Pennsylvania. Yeah. We produced approximately 1,100 barrels, filled over 100,000 cans. Who told you I like it in the can? Recently received our federal winery license to begin producing craft ciders and started our barrel aging program in 20. Program in 2022. This guy has no idea about punctuation. In 2022, <laughs> we hope to improve our craft cider offerings, continue distribution into new areas as well as increased volume for our barrel aging program. Such a difficult process for Dave. Copy, paste, read. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Mike. That, that yeah, last Jeff. part. Yeah, Jeff, it's not <laughs> your fault. Mike. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, it's not your friggin' email that jacked it all up, buddy. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Because okay. we'll never get a beer in Delaware again. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Sure. Wow. You can okay. get some Natty Bow from Maryland. You'll be all right. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Okay. Reverend Mark, why don't you give us today's lineup? Okay, great. Uh Today, the First State Brewing Company lineup of beers that we'll be discussing and tasting are these. Lost Ubiquity, a New Zealand Pilsner. Triple Beaming, a Belgian-style triple. Black Lotus, a coffee stout. Cosmic Imbalance, a hazy IPA with milk sugar. And Stellar Entanglement, a... A double, uh, a DDH hazy IDH. I'm getting tongue tied. I it's a double say a dry double hopped, D. a double dry hopped <laughs> hazy DIPA DIPA. I know what this means too because <laughs> you call it some Daveitis. Yeah, <laughs> me cut your yeah. sample cups in half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> specimen cups? Yes. Well, yeah, we're, okay. I'm drinking this out of a sippy cup today. <laughs> well, I thank you very much for that. And this lineup sounds stellar. stellar. Yes. It is stellar. It cosmic. is stellar. And cosmic. Yes. And all the otherworldly things. All right. Go to boy Mike. Why don't you give us today's Suds ratings? We will be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belting sounds. Here are those ratings now. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Number two, was that a belch from Dave? <coughs> Number three, ah, what a relief from Dave. 
I sense a theme. Number four, a body should really not make that sound. Like Dave. Uh, uh, <laughs> Number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Dave. Mercy. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, that one I hurt. mean, like, that one hurt it just goes on and on. I hope they're having a good time That's when they do said. that. <laughs> I am also going to be bringing us fun facts about Delaware during this episode. And I'm going to kick one off now. Oh, please. Do you know that Delaware has the largest population of horseshoe crabs in the world? It is estimated that they uh, predate the dinosaurs by by more than 200 million years. The blood of these creatures is used by medical researchers to test intravenous drugs, vaccines, and medical devices. So what you mean is Delaware is a great place to catch crabs? That's correct. Thank you, Dave. That is the kind of value add that no other beer show can bring on the planet, people. And then they can come up with a pharmaceutical to help you out afterwards. that's exactly right. Crabs are good. It's all inclusive. It's all inclusive. You got to get one of those little combs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's get on to the beer. First up for bids is going to be Lost Ubiquity, New Zealand Pilsner. Clocking in at 5.5% ABV. Are you feeling lost in the ambiguous world of With bland <laughs> pilsners? Get ready for our twist on the classic, exclusively featuring hops grown and harvested in New Zealand. Yeah. Including Matuka, Southern Cross, Why and Waimea? Waimea. Waimea. Why always yeah. Mia? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like this beer. It's nice. It's like a... We're slurping. A melon that's uh, been left outside too long, you know, uh, where you're catching so much of the rind bitterness in a honeydew. Um, That is the very first thing that's just jumping out and attacking at you is that intense bitterness. It is the Waimea hop that really kind of has... That uh, signature element about it. I think it just obliterates everything else that's going on. Not a fan. Hmm. Does it finish this way, though? I, I think it's kind of hmm. crushable. Okay, it is. And it's, and it's very crisp. Uh, I mean, Pilsner's... You know, our crispy critters, and and this is that. Yeah. I guess. I guess I'm just a little confused about the hop choice. I don't think the the grain bill holds up to the hops. Yeah. Is maybe what it is. Like they they went a little aggressive, hopping. Because I, I you want a pilsner to be crisp and bright with a bounce, ba- but it won't should be balanced with the grain and the well this the feels hops. like a bad this feels like a bold bad experiment that that went horribly wrong you know like I'm, this I, is the newest toy on the block i don't think look it's at these hops from new zealand you i don't know? think it's a great new zealand pilsner i've had a couple yeah but i don't think it's hor- i don't think horrible is the word in in the maybe the terrible new, in the new zealand pilsner my is cup? really yeah <laughs> Because of the hops itself, yeah, that's added to it. So, would the base beer itself be like a, a Czech pilsner? I think or they it? should just back off these a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 
I know what you're saying, Reverend Mark. Yeah, I mean, for me, Pilsner, I'm always looking for just a really simple, um, straightforward hop bill. Yep. Yeah, a size hop. That's it. Yeah. What do you think, Kat? It's bright. It's light. It's not one of my favorites. See, cool. That's Damn. what I like about her. She can hate beers just with me. But that's what she said about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. Wow. I don't like Kat. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of it's kind of met, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I would have like a half a half a bo- half a glass of this and be done. Yeah. Okay, the lost ubiquity. We are going to rate a two. That just means there's nowhere to go but up. And we will yeah. be back That's with true. more here. More fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. In just a minute. The facts are fun. And the beer is too. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> so today is a brewery takeover of First State Brewing Company in Middletown, Delaware. Um, we just finished our first beer. And uh, what was that you said? Good point, Mike. You had a fact? Yes, we have another fun fact. And it sets in with the theme of what we're having here because this is a stellar fun fact. Ooh. Yeah, how about that? Mm-hmm. Without any sound effects or a rim shot, uh, dude. Did that need a <laughs> did that need a sound effect? I don't think so. I mean, it carried so well by itself. Did you know <laughs> that Annie Jump Cannon, born in Dover, classified more than two hundred and twenty five thousand stars? She classified stars according to their temperature. She also is the first one. Did woman. she take their temperature? Uh, say, uh, I don't think, I don't going think she around went in the from galaxy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she was also the first woman to become an officer in the American Astronomical Society. Wow. Oh. Wow. Think Beautiful. about that super fun fact the, while you're drinking beer from the AAS, you know, that is from space. The eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and beer from the first state. For first state. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You could probably see a lot of stars in Delaware because there's, you know, could not probably a lot, see a better a fun people, fact. Not a, lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. not a lot of ambient smog, right? You know, <laughs> it's everybody has to have a goal. It's untainted. They're working on it, <laughs> <laughs> but you are willing. <laughs> oh boy! All right, moving on. Let's talk about triple beaming. It is a Belgian style triple, nine percent ABV. Now I am I just peed a little? sitting next to the maker of the all all encompassing best triple on the planet. Mm. So good luck. I know, right? Yeah. Aromatic, yep. spicy, yep. and fruity. Let's raise a tulip glass to triple beaming. Their Belgian style triple. Prominent huh. yeast character and delicate use of lemon drop and tetanang hops create a beautiful beer. All right. So let's let Reverend Mark kind of talk about the style and give us his impression. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for me, I prefer a triple that is more on the dry and spicy side, mm. and this tends to be. This does have some good spice to it. I do. I do think it's a little more sweet than 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 typically I, I go for, like in the mid palate. But it is. It 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 still I think is a is a on the continuum of what qualifies as as a basic triple. I think it's it's really got good balance. It's not quite dry enough for you though. But that's me. And so, yeah, Moist. you know, and some people like it the other way. Moist. Uh, you know. Cad <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know that that is the most offensive word <laughs> in the English language yes. is the word. Moist. 
Correct. Yes. <laughs> that is from our absolutely stellar research department that comes up yes. with, you know, just those facts. It's the same place that, where all the fun facts come absolutely, from. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It's a small guy in Canada. You know? <laughs> but I, I, I will also say with, with this one, cause I, I had a couple of samples, samples yeah. of this before, uh, before I drove here, Ossifer. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, it it does with with warmth. Uh, yeah, well, take, I was going to say off. this is one of those where you don't necessarily want to have it cold. No, you want to let yeah. it kind of come up, and I think that's in part of the tulip glass where you generally have one of these. It kind of lets things open up, and really you get the the full aroma and let all the little bits and pieces kind of yep. come out and yep. do their thing. So, uh, I like to me it's not a it's not a, a cloyingly sweet belgian type beer yeah you know like you find with some especially with the, the strong goldens uh, on the market so um i thought it was uh, you know on on the mark i like this because it, it again i think based on what you just said like really cloyingly sweet and a lot of true belgian triples are really like over the top to me and it's, it's a little bit strong for for my poor little american boy uh, flavors, mm-hmm. so I um, I appreciate this because it's kind of toned down. It's about where I want it to be. Yeah, I mean one of one of the uh, benchmarks that I go by, and it's an old, it's an old standard, is Carmelite. And to me, that because it's a little bit more on the spice side. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's more uh, white peppercorn, you know, mm-hmm. on uh, Carmelite. Yeah. What do you think, JB? I like it. It's a little refrain. I also am a, like. I'm kind of happy about the fact that a brewery is putting out a triple. Yeah. Especially something that's in the mid-Atlantic region. And where, where, Well, yes, in a can too. But also in the mid-Atlantic region, I'm thinking about all these like hazy IPAs and, you know, hop mm. balmy type of juicy, citrusy things. Right. To have this in their arsenal, I think is really really nice um also makes me wonder what kind of food they're pairing with this as well to have a triple in their arsenal you know what i mean and um it's it's really nice though really really nice um they have a really uh you know great scratch kitchen and in in every day there's something new coming out of the kitchen as well as what's on their standard menu so they they I will have to say that you go there locally and they they go out of their way to be doing a lot of really good pairings with sure. all their with all their sure. beers. Good. Sure. And being in Delaware, you're so close to the shore, you're getting a lot of seafood and I could see this pairing well mm-hmm. with so many things. Um Kat, what do you think about this one? I agree. I think it would pair with pretty much anything. I do t- um taste the peppery and it's not overly sweet. I'd buy it. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I mean, it's a hard balance there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Really nice. So we are going to rate the triple beaming from First State a resounding four. Nice. Uh, Great beer. Yeah, so, so good. May I have another? I know, right? <laughs> it's time for a fun fact, fun fact, fun, fun fact, fact, fun fact, fun, fun fact, fact from Delaware's Pea Patch Island in Delaware. Mm. <laughs> was named when a ship of was carrying peas ran aground and lost its cargo, which actually sprouted new pea plants. That's mm-hmm. why it's called Pea Patch Island. Yep. Mike's Aww. got a pea patch on the front of his pants. Mm. 
<laughs> Too many beers. <laughs> Cut Dave's salary. Yeah. Okay. Our new sponsor depends. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Did wow. you get that, Siri? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Let's talk about another beer. Let's go to Black Lotus Country, which is their coffee stout. And uh, it's the darkest one of the bunch. Yeah. Is that racist? Feels racist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 7% ABV. Don't talk to me until I've had my Black Lotus, our freshly brewed coffee stout, aged on Nicaraguan coffee from their friends at Little Goat. Man, Little mm-hmm. Goat's everywhere. You, yeah. you yep. can't go anywhere without tasting a little goat (laughs) (laughs) and little goat is based out of newark delaware as opposed to newark new jersey this beer features notes of coffee dark chocolate and latte reminiscent of coffee and cream with a smidge of lactose added for a creamy mouthfeel i hope it's just a smidge uh wow uh first uh Mm. thing reminded me of was a um Wow, that aroma. A chocolate uh, root beer uh, Tootsie Roll. Um, it's very sweet, you know, on the front end and uh, has uh, the um, the dark roast uh, malt is a thing. It's uh, very forward in this mm-hmm. uh, flavor profile. Yeah, and it doesn't have the u- ubiquitous uh, uh, pastry thing going on. Hello. <laughs> Step up to the mic. <laughs> Are you experienced? That was well said, Reverend Martin. <laughs> Thank you. Unbelievable. Thank you. I really like talking. Radio uh, show Reverend with Martin microphones. On the, uh, on the show, yeah. <laughs> hey, I just had to put my head out the window for a minute. <laughs> he was getting some fresh air. He thought he was in Delaware. This again. kind yeah. of reminds me of one of those uh, like uh, cold brew coffee yeah. drinks yeah but but i actually i like i like the aroma on it a lot it's very coffee forward to me i don't know this tastes like a swing and a miss this this feels like something had a plan and it all just didn't come together you know yeah i wonder about the it doesn't strike me as i taste it as a higher alcohol beer than it it really reports to be which is a seven percent does it 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 doesn't really warm me um like a 7% would. What do you think, JB? You know, we've had, I love stouts. I love making stouts. They're like one of my favorite things in the universe. Um, But I like the complexity of a lot. And this one just to me is kind of just two dimensional. You know, it's, it's just, it's coffee, which is there and that's great. And there's that creaminess, but I'm not getting anything else out of a stout that I guess I was hoping that I would, you know, just another little layer or two to round this out i've i to me like the flavor doesn't bother me as much as the body like i just feel like there's not enough yeah to, you know to kind of you know viscosity. it's thin in the middle it's, it's not the, yeah. Yeah. the sugars are yeah they're kind of uh in the background here yeah. and it feels the intensity of the dark malt is so forward it just it doesn't leave a lot of room for anything else that would have happened well, almost, after that. And it's almost like the dark malt and the coffee are fighting with each other. Well, and they're taking over. Yeah. And like, there's not enough 
anything else to kind of balance yeah. it out. They're, they're absolutely not in harmony. They're absolutely fighting with each other yeah. all, all right. day long. What do you think, Kat? Well, there's definitely a lot of flavor, but it's not as full as it's I was hoping. It's not the right flavor? <laughs> the flavors are good, <laughs> yeah. but it's just not as full. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I, will, yeah. I will confess, we actually had a, you know, a barrel-aged bourbon, you know, coffee stout on the episode right before we're recording this one. And so I, I'm guilty of saying I'm comparing it, you know, to that other. It's hard one. not to though. Yeah, because um, we just, you know, it, it was in the same you know period of time, and this one is just a dwarf, you know, of of what we had. This and is almost like if if someone made a a light stout, like a light coffee stout, like you're trying to make a low yeah low body or light body. No, I, stout, I like you know? how you were saying it's just a cold brew that's gone wrong. You know, yeah. uh, is is a good way of describing this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you know, I would say go back to the drawing board. You know, make something different, better. Well, I think well, you, like pump up some of the base malts a little more. Maybe back off a little bit some of the you, dark. You need a coffee. touch of sugar. I think so. And it as a as a home brewer, and in this this uh, brewery originated, you know, out of a home brewer's dream, which I love, is that you know they need to tweak this a little bit more. I think it needs to be have a little bit more malt behind it. Yep. Uh, they mentioned how that they gave a smidge of lactose uh, to not make it cloyingly sweet, and it's not that. I really think that if it had a little bit more. Uh, Milk sugar in it, yeah. That that might even it be would, better. It might it even would be better. More body, yeah, yeah. I think that, or you could just not do any lactose, which is always ideal. always a very excellent idea. And yeah. like back off the dark malt in the coffee a little bit, maybe, and and just bump up the base malts a little, right? Ferment a little bit higher, and I think you get a better beer. But uh, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I wonder if the coffee that's put in. To something like this you know right if you coffee. don't right you know mm -hmm. because i i'm tasting an overwhelming amount of coffee it's not only on the aroma but i just feel like it's a little out of balance with the coffee should so. have gone with uh something that would have been a lot more floral sanka um, yeah than, sanka. Uh, you know um Nescafe? it's not so much a, a nicaraguan is a bad choice it's just i think the whatever the bean variety if they've gone with something that had been a lot more floral and not so intensely bitter it wouldn't have been fighting with the dark malt which it, it really is it is fill just, it to the rim you know with absolutely brim. you know an arm wrestle job and losing badly yeah, yeah. and i know that, that that coffee will also give you a, a certain kind of uh, acidity that coffee will also with. make you kind of have to go too you yeah. know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> okay we are going to rate the Black Lotus Coffee Stout from First State A2. Okay. Oh, what time is it? <gasps> it's time for fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts on Delaware. Facts that are fun. Dave, did you know that Delaware is the third most bike-friendly state in the U.S. I had no I idea it. about that. Like Did as in motorcycle bike? Yes. Mm -hmm. As in bicycle bike? Bicycle bike. Bicycle. I they have the nice. third fewest people who are knocked off the road on their bicycle by a motorist who doesn't like bicycles on the yep. road. I have another quick one here. Did you know that... I wonder if they're fans of Queen then. Delaware know? actually <laughs> was the linchpin in the American independence. So... They were actually the deciding vote for American independence 
was actually cast by Caesar Rodney, who had to ride 80 miles from uh, to Philadelphia through the rain and the thunder in order to cast the deciding vote. Wow! In his bare feet. Yes, I wonder if he had going a good, uphill. I wonder if he had a good beer with him. Caesar Rodney. <laughs> sure, it sure wasn't ale. that stout. Yeah. <laughs> tell you that. It's good in coffee. Yep. There you go. Okay, I got a question. Cat, when you go home to Delaware, mm-hmm. what is something that like is there a food that you always have to go oh for? <laughs> yes. Okay, what is it? Casapola subs. Excuse you? Casapola. <laughs> Okay. Casapola subs. Mm. And of course, Maryland blue crabs. Is that the, mm. is that okay. wit on top? No. No, that's Philly. <laughs> that's fighting words. I was, just, I was just waiting for her to stab me. That's <laughs> fighting that. words. You already don't know how to say thank you. <laughs> yeah. Now you're doing thank this. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just digging the hole deeper, Dave. That's all I'm doing. So, what man. is it about the Casapola subs? They're loaded. There, yeah. it's not a sandwich. It is a loaded sub. The bread is crisp on the outside and soft on the inside, and just all these Italian meats and Italian cheeses it's yeah. to die for. So is it, it's one like one of those local places that yes, line I went. Up I went to block. school with the Casapolas. So okay. uh, oh, yeah. cool. is it is it like you know the Philly sub experience where you have to have like a certain language to order correctly? You know, are there hand gestures? Do you have to have a certain article of clothing? No, but <laughs> in Philly you got the cheesesteak, and yeah. the yeah. cheesesteak started out with provolone cheese, Correct. and then they got lazy and cheap and started doing the cheese, cheese whiz. whiz. Right? right. Yeah. So <laughs> Delawareans don't put cheese whiz on their cheesesteaks. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. The right. way yep. God meant it to exactly. be. That's right. So just a good, fresh Italian sub, it sounds like. Yes. And we have our local bakery. Red wine vinegar? Um, it's olive oil. Real olive high oil. quality okay. olive oil. All right. That's mm-hmm. pretty sweet. Just want to know where I'm going. The pickles and the pepper give it that vinegary taste. Oh, yeah, okay. in the in the in the bakery, that's the the bakery is yeah. yeah there, it's all in Delaware. Oh, so a local bakery. Yes, you know. Yeah. So and the bread makes it all really. And work the bread here. is the key. Is the key yes, component. It is. Well, there's something about you know water from like uh, you know the eastern seaboard kind of area where Mid-Atlantic. it's just different. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> but it's east of here, and it's by the ocean, so I'm saying seaboard, so whatever. That's why care. the bagels are so good. <laughs> I'm right. from Tennessee. Yeah. I don't give a crap. All right? We got limestone in you our like water. like white bread? That's right. <laughs> he knows no other. White That's bread, cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good old boy. That's right. <laughs> God bless it. Yes. Okay. Shall we move on to another one? Shall we do a cosmic imbalance? Mm. We're going to have to go right to ludicrous speed. <laughs> okay. Um, or we can vamp and do another fun fact. Let's do well, a fun do, fact. Do fun, a fun fact. fact. It's fun fact time. All right. So seven of the Delaware's 74 governors to date. Man, that's a lot. That is a lot. How many of those like have you dated? Seven? I don't know. Just under 10%. So seven of Delaware's 74 governors have come from Milford City. Uh, not home to where the subplace is. Sounds uh, like it's so rigged. They include Ruth Ann Miner, who served as the first female governor of the state. And the first miner. Uh, Milford was uh, the contributed to power elsewhere, being home to the largest solar harnessing farm in Delaware. 
How do you harness solar? You stand on top of the roof with a big rope and go, come here, son. You got to lure it in. <laughs> you know, you what do you do with that? Sugar cubes. You give yeah. it beer. You give it beer. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I that. like that. Well, we'll be back with more from First State in just a minute. Delaware, be nice to your Welcome sister. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah. And your mother. <laughs> wow. Okay. We're talking Uncle about Daddy. <laughs> we are talking wow. about how much we love Delaware and, and how much Delaware loves each other. <laughs> and we're talking about First State Brewing Company. Oh, and we're doing this brewery takeover. There's no way out of this hole. Okay. <laughs> But one can try. She need more beer. <laughs> so, so they deliver. Balance. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Let's get to another beer okay. from First State Brewing Company. Cosmic what we're going to talk about is Cosmic Imbalance. We've got a lot of that going on There's right a lot now. of imbalance. Mm. A lot of imbalance going on oh. in this conversation. It's a hazy IPA mm. with... Milk, Milk sugar. sugar. Yeah, yeah, 6% ABV. This one's for the hype boys and girls who love their milkshake IPAs. Oh, I'm sure yeah. there's a song about milkshake IPAs. My for milkshake brings happy, happy, joy, exactly. joy. happy, happy, For this joy, unique joy, brew, joy. they selected a characterful hops, characterful hops of lotus, Is that a word? mandarina, bavaria, and citra. Mm. Think tropical with orange, tangerine, grapefruit, and even... Vanilla. Mm. Yeah, there's it vanilla. a lot of vanilla. Welcome to yeah. a bad idea. All right. This really does strike me as an orange cream sickle. sickle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, it uh, smells it, on. too. An orange yeah. cream sickle. Is this is the first yeah. one of the beers where the milk sugar really, yeah. like, they it's might have. very forward. It could yeah. use, like, half or whatever. I yeah, think, it's overload. I think the guy, Ooh. like, cut a hole in the bag and he... Forgot he was. Yeah. I think this is milk sugar with a hazy IPA. But, <laughs> I think they need yeah. to reverse that around. But you know that, and it's not even super hazy either. No. I mean, it's it's not a hazy boy. But it's the taste a, memory is taking me back to like you know yeah. my my childhood when I would wave the ice cream truck down in our neighborhood and yeah. So yeah, give me one of those orange cream sickles. We'll come around the back of the truck, Timmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had it in <laughs> a baby I think bottle. I've got it in my pocket we'll here. Get this <laughs> special <laughs> ice cream for you. <laughs> Ew. Oh. Banned once again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, this one's um, this one. I, th- I think they went a little too hard with the lactose. Yeah, well, that, yeah. it really is super forward in this and. And, you know, I think it strikes me as one of those things where it is the grand, bold experiment, you know, with lactose that now, let, really yeah. can't quite figure out the the balanced components, you know, around this. Now, to, let me just say, like, we are all probably about twice the average age of the folks who really love the milkshake. I, I, I thought you were going to say curb Speak weight for there. yourself. <laughs> you know? Sorry. Sorry. Everyone except Kat, who That's is half right. the age the average uh, lactose lover. But I mean, um, I think in the other beers, even though there was lactose, there was some restraint, right? And it might not have been the best or, you know, this or that, but this one, they went all in, you know, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're going balls out. And I just don't think it's working. You know, I, we've had a lot of things that have been chasing this uh, flavor profile and this is just a 
stunning miss. Well, they did call it cosmic imbalance. I call okay? it. Okay, so I mean, it's I in think, the name. Yeah. They yeah, called it. I think they need to call it a bad idea. And yeah. you know, yeah, I, not a fan of this at all. Yeah, and I think sometimes our breweries are really being, you know, in a, put in a position where we're kind of like the tail wagging the dog. It's like, yeah. what's the public really like? like let's let's do crowd, something to make what the yeah. crowd wants. And know? I just say, forget about the crowd. Yeah, and yeah. let's just yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you well, know, everyone's like, taste is different. You make yeah. other great right. beers. You should have stuck with that. And well, yeah. Well, so you know, like they're not too far from Philly, right? So where <laughs> or New Jersey? Well, no. What I was gonna say is, yeah. Where, what were you gonna say? <laughs> where Tired Hands is, and that's like the inventor yeah. of milkshake IPAs. Very true. So a lot of people around this there This is maybe, not even remotely close to anything in Tired Ants. So. No, but but that's where the yeah. kind of the milkshake IPA was invented. So if a lot of people are really into that, they're just trying to get onto it, you know. Hmm. Sure. I don't think they hit it, but hmm. I'm not giving them an out. But what do you think, JB? Go ahead. It's just, it's so vanilla. It's... Yeah. And they use Madagascar, which is like the premium sure. vanilla, which is well, very interesting. I'd say give me the vanilla. Yeah. I, I, with. <laughs> yeah. Just get you know yeah. what? Then Skip just the give rest. me a cream ale. Like right. you know, yeah. if we're gonna You know, and do that's a good that. point. That I think that needs to be introduced. I love the just cream ale, but a cream ale is a good two dimensional beer when beers need to be two dimensional. Right. Right. And a nice vanilla cream ale is really nice and pleasing. Yep, yep. This, I just feel like it's fighting because when I think of a hazy IPA, I think of something that's like orange, juicy, you know, citrusy. And I'm really not getting much citrus. I'm just getting vanilla that almost takes, almost tastes kind of fake. I don't with spit things a bitterness out. at the end that just doesn't match it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's very disjointed. Yeah. Kat, what do you think? Um, I agree. It's like a milkshake. Milky and vanilla be good in a baby bottle. Right? I mean, no. I- <laughs> Reverend Mark, that's what you're getting later when you go home. <laughs> she has to put you down for your nap. I, I, I know all this is going to go in the end. <laughs> no, he likes the hazy IPA with milk stout. What the, what the sippy cup? What the straw? And we're going to go, we're not going with what you're saying. We are going to rate the cosmic imbalance a two. Okay. Mike gave it the old one finger salute. Same. There were some other choices. (laughs) The special one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Number one. Let's talk about stellar entanglement. I'm sensing a theme here. Mm. So this is a double dry hopped hazy double IPA. This one is 8% ABV. Now this Take a journey okay. through space time I think of a journal, and but sip amongst the stars with their stellar entanglement. Mm. Their double dry hopped hazy double IPA with Amarillo, Citra, Mosaic hops that collide to create a cosmic convergence of orange, grapefruit, mango, and tropical flavors. Definitely grapefruit. Definitely grapefruit. I like yeah. these hops. I mean, those are some of my favorite. Amarillo's hops. nice. Yep. It's good bittering. Um, it's a good grounding. It, it hop. lays the groundwork, like yeah. you said. You know, um, I like this beer. I, I do like too. This one. Yeah. 
It's uh, it's definitely a lot closer to chasing a common you know taste profile with uh, definitely the you know the grapefruit is is very forward. Uh, that sweet fruit like the mango thing mm-hmm. is uh, really very close uh, behind the the grapefruit itself. Mm-hmm. I like how this is finishing out. Yeah, um, that's the thing I probably like about this beer the best is that the the this it's a bitter finish on the back end of this and it's uh it's actually quite good i have to say i'm not like wait did mike just say he likes something well i'm not a fan of how it starts i love the mid palette i love how this finishes out and i like the fact that it it seems closer to style um so if i walked in and said you know i'm looking for a double dry hop hazy ipa i totally buy this this is definitely a style I'm yeah. I'm yeah. really yeah. I'm digging. I'm this. just shocked. Mike likes something. I really. I'm like sorry. It. And I get trop- the, a lot of strong tropical notes on the nose, which means it's been you know dry hopped in a good way. Um, yeah, I, I think for those who are crazy about hazy, this is a good one. But this is okay in terms of classic hazy IPAs that have been like New England you know, type of things for a while, mm-hmm. this ranks up with there. Yep. I mean, you're getting grapefruit, you're getting citrusiness, you're mm-hmm. also getting a little creaminess on there um, and lots of flavor. And you get a little bitter on the back. Yeah, and a you little know, bitter right. just to balance it out. Not yes, 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 yes. Right. No, this is this is as like advertised. Like Kat said, if she wanted to drink orange juice, she'd drink orange juice. That's right. Yeah. Yep. You know? yep. But this I like, is, a, this is, this is a no flash in the pan, you know, Thank you for just giving me a good solid double. Thank you for letting me walk in and see your beer and delivering exactly what I would expect. I kind of feel like this is what the last beer could have been had they not thrown a lot of lactose in. Yeah. I yeah, would sure. pair it with a sub. Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. Well, now yeah. yeah, right. yeah, a, a good choice. Mm-hmm. Mike's taking everybody to Delaware. Do you put mayo on the Casapula? No, no, no. Oh, I knew that there was something no. that would get a Oh, hell be. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, what'd you say? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's fighting words. Back to Jersey. <laughs> get across the river. <laughs> she almost liked you for just a minute. I almost got out of my seat. All right. I knew she was going to stab me over something, but this. I knew it was going to be over mayo. (laughs) This cat's got claws. (laughs) No mayo. (laughs) Well, Stellar Entanglement, we are going to rate a four. Uh, Good job. I'm seeing a a t-shirt for Delaware, no mayo. Delaware, the land of no mayo. mayo. I like that. That that works pretty well. That could piss off people in, in Philly, you know, quite well. My mom was ordering subs not too long ago, and she says... They were taking her order, and they're saying, what do you want on it? And she goes, you know, the usual. And they're like, well, do you want lettuce, tomato? She goes, "Uh, that's the usual. Do you want mayo or olive oil? And she says, are you kidding me? We don't put mayo on subs. (laughs) What is wrong with you people? (laughs) Where did you come from, New Jersey? Did you drive across across the bench from Jersey to work here? Because go back. (laughs) They have to pay to go back. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We have a bonus beer. We do. Do we have a bonus? Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, so, did you pour it in? Uh, the bonus fun fact is that Dover, Delaware, played a pivotal role in the shaping of the U.S. Constitution. The delegates from 13 original callings often met 
at a pub, the Golden Fleece Tavern, to review the draft, eventually coming to the agreement in December 7th, 1787. If you're keeping track, that is 11 years of being hammered to be able to come up with a constitution. Hammered? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how much beer it took to come from, ah, let's screw the British to, uh, hey, we need to get our act together here and uh, figure out some rights and, you know. Uh, just in, instead of running against tyranny, we didn't need to figure out a government. The tavern no longer stands, but there's a commemorative marker on the original site. So I just want to say that beer is the cornerstone of the U.S. Constitution. Sure. Heck, ale is what cures ever. you. That's right. Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. If not wine, too. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think that if, me. if they had had the, uh, you know, the, uh, the last beer we had, the Stellar Entanglement. That would have been good hope, you know. <laughs> I have a feeling it was a English mild, though. <laughs> well, fine. They didn't have and all once the... again. Oh my gosh, Dave! <laughs> I'm sorry, once Mike. Again. I don't listen when you talk. Uh, wow. Sound effects. Okay. <laughs> that well, was, we we that was worth the rim shot. It was worth a lot of things. <laughs> Come on, on Dave. Off the deep end, man. Look, man. Hey, don't 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 become that guy. All right, we've already got that guy over there. All right, You're slacking. All right, Carl, all right. That's, that's my job. Okay, that's it's my job. dream. Sorry, let's hear it, Jamie. All right, so we do have time for our bonus beer now. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Exactly. Okay, so one thing I will say about First State is the majority of their beer in front of us in cans is black with a, like, oil slick colored technicolor bedazzlement. She is into can art, you know. I am. I'm a girl. Yeah, I like visual. Just, you know. She likes great cans. Go back and listen to the can art episode. But then we get to this bonus oh beer. Oh, my gosh. Man. The Droid Dreams. It's an experimental sour. Yeah, that is an experiment. <sighs> with ki with kiwi and calamansi. Yeah, that's what it is. Which is a white can with a robot on it. Yes. Mm. Calamansi, that's like a, a lime, right? There's a reason it's for like that. A yeah. lime. It's very limey. Yeah. So mm -hmm. late yes. at night, while the like, brewers dreamed of brewing clean lagers and classic IPAs, something in the brewery began to stir. From gaskets and triclamps to hoses and kegs, a little spark of life filled with what once was inanimate. Introducing the first state brewing droid, KV1N. That's his name. Hmm. With his sense of whimsy around, he knew the first thing he wanted to do was brew his very own beer. And for hops, he picked out experimental HBC 630 and Strata, known for their complex notes of raspberry, <laughs> cherry, strawberry, peach, and passion fruit. And to finish out this experiment, he added a healthy portion of kiwi and calamansi to the beer, giving it a tart tropical citrus finish. This is 6% ABV. Mm. Greetings. I am the Asimo 4000. <laughs> Cartman You know uh, I think the thing that's hitting me With this beer is wow. that I have never had anything Quite like this No this is different I have to say this is probably Wow I mean literally after You know having thousands of beers I mean 
just yeah. so satisfying. Oh my god! It uh, reminds me of the Brock's candies that I used to give my grandmother at Christmas time. It used to be in a candy dish. There was one in there that was green. It was lime, and this is it in a in a in a uh, in a glass. But it's a very unique lime. It is. Um, it's it it. Wow, it is a, a unique kind of lime. Yeah, I, uh, do you uh, unique up on it? I uh, mm. I like this for the novelty of it, probably yep. more than anything. Yeah, I know we're almost out of time. I think it's here, subtle. So. It's pretty yeah. nice. I enjoy it. I'm not a sour person. No. Well, okay. Well, minus that, we're gonna rate this a three because this is. You should give this. A, you should give this a whirl. Yeah. Absolutely. Honestly, you should. Right, because it's not super sour. Yeah, no, no, no. This it's not is, super sweet tart, like getting all the... It's a different kind of sour. Yeah. But really nice, Yeah, in a way. Thank you for having something that was different. Wow. Well, that's going to do it for today, folks. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Um, Good old boy, Mike. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us here at Sip, Suds, and Smokes once again. Come back and join us next week. I'll ask you to keep on sipping. Reverend Mark. So good to be here to just share what we love and to uh, help you enjoy it more with with knowledge about what good beer is about. Good old girl, Kat. Thanks so much for being Thank here. Thank you. I appreciate it and love sipping with you all. Go to boy Dave. Hey, since Mike wouldn't tell anybody, Bob Marley lived in Delaware for Don't 12 worry. years, okay? We <laughs> lived in Delaware for Yay, 12 freaking years, okay? Yay. The Godfather It's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is good old gal Juliana. Thank you so much for joining us today. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.